My name is Ryan Doze, and I am a huge fan of Marvel's Mighty Thor. He is by far my favorite superhero, and he has been for a long time. But I noticed when I looked out on the podcast landscape, nobody was doing a show about this awesome character who has existed in Marvel Comics for almost 50 years. So I thought to myself, why not me? That's why I started Across the Bifrost to explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. Today on the show, we are going to break down two issues of some comics that have been around for 48 years. We're going to look at issues 97 and 98 of Journey into Mystery. We're going to find out why Thor hates lava and what he thinks about snakes. So jump aboard the Rainbow Bridge and let's check out some comics. Okay, here we go, everybody. Journey into Mystery 97. This issue is entitled The Lava Man. Mighty Thor faces uh, a molten foe for the first time. This issue came out in October of 1963, so we're nearing the end of Thor's second year. This issue's synopsis goes like this. It, just a real quick introduction to this issue, what we can expect from this story says the Lava Man has claimed New York City as the domain of the Lava Tribe, where he shall rule as their king, but that doesn't sit right with the Thunder God, so he heads to intervene. So we get really a a brief description of the B storyline. Now you might think, why did you call that the B storyline? That sounds like it's going to be the big conflict of the issue. I would submit that it's the B storyline because a lot of this issue is devoted to Thor and Jane's relationship. The breakdown of the relationship, the not so obvious or admitted relationship between Don Blake and Jane Foster. You'll see what I mean when we get into the page by page breakdown of this issue. So this week, I wanted to give you a snapshot of what was happening in Marvel this month. What else was going on as this comic was coming out in October of 1963? So here's three issues that I just thought we'd spotlight. We'd spotlight and I'd tell you that what's going on in these other books. First off, the Fantastic Four issue 19 came out. And in this issue, the Fantastic Four face off against Rama Tut, who is the, he's listed as the Pharaoh from the future. Fans might better know him as Nathaniel Richards, who, if you don't know who Nathaniel Richards is, you might know Kang the Conqueror. Rama Tut is one of the first incarnations of the Nathaniel Richards, Kang the Conqueror character, so he shows up here in Fantastic Four number 19. Also, in Tales of Suspense, number 49, Iron Man battles the Crimson Dynamo, his Soviet Union foe for the first time in that issue. And then in Amazing Spider-Man number five, Spider-Man fights Doctor Doom from the Fantastic Four. So a lot of good battles going on this month in Marvel Comics. 
in this issue of Journey into Mystery, number 97, we get some first appearances. We get the first appearance of the Lava Men. This main Lava Man that we're going to interact with today in this issue of Thor is later on called Molto. He gets that name later on in Avengers number 5, where the Lava Men show up to fight the Avengers. This comic is written by Stan Lee. It's plotted by him due to the Marvel method. It was really a co-creation with Jack Kirby, who was the penciler on this issue. It was inked by Don Heck, and the letterer was Artie Simic. Just some key notes about this issue of Journey into Mystery. It plays a pivotal role in the the widening of Thor's world. As this podcast exists to explore Thor's world, not just Thor himself, but Asgard and the Nine Realms and other characters that are essential to getting to know Thor's world and his universe, this issue is a big deal because it begins a series of backup stories in Journey into Mystery called The Tales of Asgard. So in The Tales of Asgard, we get reinterpretations of Norse mythological figures that go along with Thor. We see introductions to uh, Bor, the father of Odin. We get to see more about Odin, some of the villains in Thor's world like Surtur and Immer, the frost giant, the ice giants, and we get to go to different parts of the Nine Realms like Jotunheim, Muspelheim, and we are introduced to the concept of Idrisil, the world tree, the, the, the connection that each of these nine realms has with each other that is depicted in this giant tree called Idrisil. The Tales of Asgard series really expounded on all those different things and it fleshed out parts of Thor's world that maybe, maybe weren't big enough or important enough to focus on in a whole issue of Thor, but they could give four or five pages at the end of a Journey into Mystery comic so that people could just learn more about this world. Kind of, I actually, I like to think of it this way. Tales of Asgard is kind of like what I am envisioning doing with this show. I want to expound and go into the corners of Thor's world for those of you that are Thor fans. Maybe you haven't found that medium that exists for you where Thor is the focal point and you want to learn more about your favorite character. That's what I hope this podcast is for you. Just like when Stan Lee and Jack Kirby did the Tales of Asgard, they envisioned that being the purpose of that little side series that they would flesh out all the parts of Asgard and the Nine Realms. So that is an important reason uh, why this issue is important. It's, It's a big deal in the grand scheme of Thor comics and his history. So we jump into the issue, Journey into Mystery 97. It's listed on the cover as a super special issue. And we get to see on the cover the Lava Man coming out of the volcano, Thor charging into battle against him. The first few pages, we're shown this interaction that Thor has uh, with a pilot whose plane has malfunctioned. He saves the pilot, and uh, we're kind of just given like an opening action sequence to introduce ourselves to Thor. Because, again, this comic is not related to the previous one in an overt way. It's not like a part one or part two. So you didn't really have to have last issue last issue of Journey into Mystery to understand the story. So they kind of show you a little bit of action to start off and really get to see Thor uh, f- flex his powers and what he's capable of in these first few pages. Then we come to uh, really some important pages in the relationship of Don Blake and Jane Foster. 
Jane has had enough with Thor. He's had a well, she doesn't know. <laughs> Sorry. I keep getting Thor and Don Blake mixed up because Jane is in love with Thor. Don Blake is in love with Jane Foster and Jane has kind of had it up to her ears with Don Blake. He is not assertive enough. He's not going to go after her in the way that she would find appealing. And Odin has continually told Thor slash Don Blake that he's not going to allow him to end up with a mortal. So Thor and Don Blake are in this, uh, really this uh, between a rock and a hard place when it comes to Jane Foster and Jane has had enough. She walks out on Don Blake and she decides she's going to go work for a different doctor. We see on the streets as Thor is walking around as Don Blake, he's walking around and just contemplating what's going on. And we find out that there is a lava monster, a lava man coming close to the city. Throughout this issue, what I find kind of interesting is how the newspaper that all the people of the city are reading that we get to see in these little snapshots into you know the current events of the day, the newspaper keeps changing throughout the day. To my knowledge, like this adventure only takes place in one day but the newspaper keeps changing so very cutting edge like current events uh, updates when it comes to the paper they're handing out tons of different papers throughout the day we see that Loki has his has his hands in this diabolical scheme that the lava man has emerged from the volcano it's actually because of Loki that the lava man has emerged and he's wreaking havoc on New York City We see Don Blake after he's gone on this little walk to clear his head out on the streets. He comes back and Jane is, she's ready to go. She's ready to leave. And she does with a Dr. Andrews. This, uh, this guy, we get to see a little bit more about him at the end, but he is going to take Jane from, from Don as his, his nurse and his assistant. He's going to take her away because Jane, again, she's had it up to here with Don's indecisiveness. And what we know as the readers is that Don can't tell her how he feels because of Odin's threat that he won't let Thor end up with a mortal. Now, finally, we get to see the Lava Man. We get to jump into some action for this issue, and we see the Lava Man fighting against the army. He melts all their weapons, and they don't know what to do. Luckily, the mighty Thor is nearby, and he starts his combat with the Lava Man. They have this battle that goes underground it goes you know through uh, pipes and corridors underground and Mjolnir is used to make the lava man resurface and he's fighting Thor and finally the lava man gets an advantage on Thor he's able to cover him in molten rock and he's able to uh, harden it around him so that Thor can't escape well we know Thor's a little bit stronger than that, so he's able to to shake his arms just uh, powerfully enough where he breaks out of the molten lava, and he's free again. This leads to the climax of the battle, where Thor spins the hammer so fast that uh, he doesn't have to touch the the molten the molten lava that this this monster is made of, and. He's able to fling the monster back into the volcano where he came from, and he covers up the top of the volcano so that the lava monster cannot escape again. We get to the end of the issue, and this is where the Don Blake, Jane Foster love story kind of reaches a, a, a down moment, a decisive moment where Jane 
is back at the office with Dr. Andrews. Dr. Andrews is in Dr. Blake's office stealing his assistant. Kind of a jerk move, man. And he takes Jane, and Jane gives um, a little bit of a parting shot to Don Blake in the, on the last page, where she says, it's too late for that now, for the groveling and the pleading that Don Blake wants to do. She says, it's too late now. I've waited, hoping that you'd return, hoping that finally you would say the thing that I've longed to hear. But while the city was threatened by the lava man, you didn't even care enough to come and find me. Little does she know that Don was saving her indirectly the entire time as he turned into Thor. She doesn't care. She's done. She's out of here. And we leave Don in this issue on a very sober, lonely moment. He's staring out the window and he says that of all the people on on the earth, he's the mightiest. He's the mightiest God. He's the mightiest hero. And yet he can't obtain the one thing he truly wants, which is the love of Jane Foster. So even heroes, I think kind of a a worthy takeaway of this is sometimes even when we do the right thing, we may still lose something in the process that when we make a good decision, it can still not end up entirely right for us. Sometimes we have to choose between uh, what is good and what is great. So obviously Thor saving the city is, is great. And he lost out in this issue on something good, which is the relationship he had with Jane Foster. So that is Journey into Mystery number 97. Kind of a cool little simple story of Thor fighting a lava monster. Like really in in comics, there doesn't get more you know plain and kind of just simple than hero fights nemesis or menace or a monster it's a really simple story to tell and it kind of gives a uh, an action-packed backdrop to really what i believe the a story is in that issue bleeding over into the next issue of jane and don's falling out so we jump on to journey into mystery number 98 this issue is entitled challenged by the human cobra so not a a a big, huge, hulking menace like the Lava Man was. We're going to fight a different type of Thor villain in this issue. This issue came out in November of 1963. Again, we're getting really close to the end of 1963. The synopsis on Marvel.com for this issue is very, very simple. Thor faces off against the human cobra. Real simple. We get a little bit more detail, obviously, when we go through page by page of this issue. Going on in November of this year in Marvel Comics, a few really important issues of Marvel Comics outside of this issue of Journey into Mystery that we are going to go through. We get the second ever issue of The Avengers. So the first issue of Avengers came out in September of 1963, and the second issue comes out two months later. It was a, a bi-monthly release at this point. And in that issue of Avengers, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes face off against a shape-shifting villain called the Space Phantom, who disguises, I believe he disguises himself as the Hulk, and they, they of course, uh, figure out the problem in the end, and they defeat the Space Phantom. Also, this week, month, in Marvel Comics was the second ever issue of the X-Men was also a bi-monthly book. So the X-Men came out and they fight a villain called the Vanisher in that issue. 
So two very important second issues of comics that people have come to just be their household names down. The Avengers and the X-Men, I mean, really, if you even have a passing knowledge of comics, you probably know who the Avengers are. You probably know who the X-Men are. So two early issues of those comics. And then we get a very awesome, you know, I'm going to say one of my favorite Spider-Man villains has his first appearance this month in Amazing Spider-Man number six. It's the first appearance of Kurt Connors, the Lizard. So Kurt Connors, if you're unfamiliar with, is a scientist who he through chemicals and experimentation on himself, he turns himself into a monster called the lizard, kind of a uh, Jekyll and Hyde uh, transformation. He can sometimes be Kurt Connors, but at, at his more stressed and diabolical times, he becomes a monster called the lizard and he fights Spider-Man in this month's issue of Amazing Spider-Man. This issue of Journey into Mystery, however, features a first appearance of a villain we've alluded to already, the Human Cobra. The Human Cobra, his real name is Klaus Voorhees, which, Voorhees, now, like, those of you who know, like, modern horror movies, Voorhees, definitely not a name you want to mess with. Klaus Voorhees is the name of the Cobra. He receives his powers in this issue similar to the way that Spider-Man receives his powers. He's bitten by a radioactive animal. So he's written by he's bitten by a radioactive cobra and he becomes a human kind of hybrid. He has cobra powers, but he's also still a man much like Peter Parker when he's bitten by the radioactive spider. The Human Cobra is a recurring villain for Thor in the early issues of his run into Journey into Mystery. We're actually going to see him in, I believe, a few issues. He's going to team up with another early Thor villain, Mr. Hyde, and they're going to do kind of a a tag team, two-on-one adventure with Thor, but that'll be in a few issues. This issue of Journey into Mystery, number 98, was written by Stan Lee, and it was penciled for the first time by Don Heck. So Don Heck has done inking on the Journey into Mystery books, but this is his first time doing penciling, doing the the uh, black and white outline of the comics. And I will say this about Don Heck. I've established it pretty, pretty clearly that Jack Kirby is one of my favorite Thor uh, illustrators. Don Heck does a really good job of a of a realistic portrayal of Thor. Uh, Thor is very slender in this comic. His face is very detailed, and he's not as large and and uh, larger than life in this issue. He's very human. I would say he's very accessible, as opposed to the Jack Lee very verbose and boisterous Thor, which has its place. Obviously, Jack Kirby is a is a legend in Marvel Comics. If you are new to kind of these older 60s and 70s comics, I would encourage you go back and look at Jack Kirby's artwork. There's a lot of great accounts online that do his art as like daily posts. There's one, uh, if you're an Instagram person, there's one called Jack Kirby Art. So go follow at Jack Kirby Art. They actually do a lot of Thor stuff on there. So Jack Kirby Art, awesome. But Don Heck is illustrating this issue of Thor and he does a phenomenal job of bringing a very realistic version of Thor to the pages. This is uh, also an issue where we have the tale of a- Tales of Asgard 
backup story. Those were drawn by Jack Kirby still. And if you wanted to check out the Tales of Asgard story that is in this issue, we won't break it down today, but if you want to know about the Tales of Asgard story that is covered in this issue of Journey into Mystery, you can go back to our All Father's Day special where myself and my father, Phil, we broke down that issue. It was the first comic we ever read together. It was a lot of fun. So if you want to know more about that, go check out our All Father's Day special, and I think you'll enjoy that. So we see on the cover of Journey to Mystery 98, the human cobra scaling down a wall, and he is claiming that his powers are, are, are too much of a match for a Thor. He is too powerful, and he's a, Thor is about to learn a lesson from the human cobra. So the opening page past the cover, we see Thor in Don Blake's office just making a complete mess out of it. He's swinging the hammer around. He's bashing a file cabinet. He is distraught. In the next few pages, we see kind of the fallout of Thor being rejected by Jane, Don Blake being rejected by Jane. Don Blake takes out his anger as Thor kind of destroys the office a little bit. And he asks Odin again, like, please, just please give me, give me this one thing. It's all I'm asking for. And Odin shuts him down again. Don is super distressed and he goes back to his office and just decides he needs to get away. He needs to get away from all of this and he decides he's going to go visit one of his old professors from college in his professor's name is Dr. Schechter. Dr. Schechter is working on research relating to snakes and cobras. It kind of alludes to the villain for the issue who is actually the assistant of Dr. Schechter. His name, again, is Klaus Voorhees. He is a former uh, criminal who's working for this doctor, which I don't, I don't know what the application process is for these doctors, but they tend to pick really bad employees um, in these early issues of Marvel Comics. And Voorhees has a plan. He is going to steal this research that he's worked really hard on, but Dr. Schechter is getting all the credit for. He wants revenge on him. He thinks that they can do more with this research. So he decides he's going to poison Dr. Schechter, and he's also going to poison himself, but keep the antidote so that it will look like an accident and he won't be incriminated for it. Dr. Schechter's on to him. He's on to his plan, and he is not going to let Voorhees get away with it. We see, we cut away, we see Thor and Don Blake arrive in India and he hears about Dr. Schechter being uh, killed or being uh, someone attempting to kill him and he rushes off to meet him and Voorhees has already done his dirty work. Schechter is in a, on his deathbed and he recalls to Thor what happened and Voorhees tried to to kill him and tried to make it look like an accident. Voorhees claims uh, that they could do more with these powers and he turns himself into the Cobra. And there's a panel in here where he has a costume already ready to go. So he already has this costume ready to go. He already knew he was, he had this plan hatched in enough time to have this costume completely just, you know, good to go. He was, uh, he was onto this a long time ago. So Voorhees gets away and he goes back to America where he has more plans to enact. Thor is sad that his 
uh, college professor has died, but he knows he has to go enact his revenge and get justice for his dead former professor. So he flies back to the United States and he's able to do that by creating a, a tornado, a cyclone around him that gets him to the U.S. faster uh, than even the hammer would. And he starts to track down the Cobra. He doesn't make his presence known right away, but he starts to track down the Cobra and the Cobra is trying to shake down some some businessmen to get their uh, factory. He's trying to take over uh, so that he can produce more of this Cobra chemical so that he can just become more powerful. Kind of early 60s standard bad guy stuff. And Thor breaks it up and this leads to their fight. The human Cobra tries a few different gadgets. He tries some Cobra darts, the Cobra gas. He's very on theme and on brand with all these different Cobra technologies. But Thor's able to get away from him. He's also he also tries this cobra cord, which is like a, a small rope uh, that uh, no one can break out of. So Thor is stuck, and the way he gets out of it is he throws the hammer away from him, and he turns back into Don Blake, and Don Blake slips out of the cord, and as the human cobra is running after him, Don Blake just walks right by him. Thor outthinks this villain by turning back into Don Blake, and then right as he's got the Cobra cornered, he turns back into Thor, and uh, they continue their fight. The Cobra gets a little bit of an upper hand against him. With uh, He opens up a valve on a, on a really powerful pipe, and he's able to smash Thor away, but Thor rebounds real quickly, and the Cobra runs away, and he goes to a doctor's office. But in the past, normally we would assume that it's Don Blake's doctor's office. This time it's Dr. Andrew's office. Dr. Andrews, the one from the previous issue of Journey into Mystery who stole Jane Foster from Don Blake, the human cobra, goes into their office and he holds them hostage. And up until now, in these comics, Jane has been very critical of Don Blake being a coward. And in this situation, Andrews is also a coward. He uh, puts Jane in front of him. He, he tries to talk the Cobra out of it. He says, you know, oh, well, I'll just get, I'll give you whatever you need. I'll give you whatever you want. And Jane, Jane is the one that goes into action. She grabs a vase off a table and she throws it through the window as Thor is flying by, alerts him that there's something going on in here, and Thor breaks up the hostage situation. Not before the human cobra still has Jane pinned. He has her, her uh, in front of him, kind of in that kind of in that typical like hostage pose that people have. Like you know, don't don't move, or I'll I'll do something to this person. You know, if you really love them, you'll just do what I say. The Cobra is playing one of those tricks on Thor. They go out one of the windows and Thor is chasing after them. He knocks the Cobra off the wall and into a river down below. Jane is falling. Thor catches her and she leaves Dr. Andrews. Everything settles down. The action is done. She leaves Dr. Andrews and goes back to Don Blake and just says like, hey, I, I'm sorry, will you take me back? And Don says, of course I will, because Don Blake still loves her. And the last panel of this issue of Journey into Mystery 98, we see the Cobra coming out of 
the river. So we know we're not done with the cobra. He's going to come back soon. We get even a, a little bit of a narrative here that the deeds of the of the cobra are not done. The future hold what the future holds for mankind and what he holds for Thor. So we get a little bit of a an imposing threat at the end of this issue of what the cobra might be up to next. Journey to Mystery number 98 really good story. I think the Cobra is a good villain that he doesn't try to beat Thor with raw power. He's cunning. He's dexterous. He tries to outthink and use his gadgets to to win against Thor. Obviously, it doesn't happen, but we're going to see the Cobra come back soon. So if you're able to read this comic and you enjoyed this early depiction of the Cobra, you might enjoy the next few issues as well or if you're just listening along and you liked the description of the cobra we're going to get some more of him in a few issues so that's journey into mystery number 98 That does it for the show today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed issues 97 and 98 of Journey into Mystery. Be sure to come back next week for the next installment in our Throwback Thursday series where we are going to talk issues 99 and 100 of Journey into Mystery. My wife, Kim, is going to come back for that. We're going to talk about the first appearance of the villain, Mr. Hyde, in Marvel Comics. Can't wait for that episode. It's going to be a good time. So... But until then, I need you to do a few things for me. I need you to go to iTunes. You need to rate and review the podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of Across the Biofrost. And then go over to Instagram, follow us at Across the Biofrost, and talk to us about Thor Comics. What have you enjoyed about our Throwback Thursday series up until now? We want to hear what you're enjoying about the show. So reach out to us there. We would love to chat with you. Don't forget, on Monday, we are doing a big, low-key extravaganza. We're bringing back all of our reviewers to talk about the entire first season of Loki. Check it out. And if you want to be a part of the show, go to the link in this episode description and leave us a voice message. We would love to hear what you thought about the first season of Loki. So be a part of the show. Go to the link in the episode description. Do that. We would love to see you on that episode this Monday. So until then, have a great rest of your day, everybody. I hope you're having an awesome, spectacular day wherever you are in the Nine Realms. We cannot wait for the next time that you jump aboard the Rainbow Bridge with us. Until then, stay worthy.